salmon broth like things. Hi, Ross. Whoa, hello, Sam. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am enthused. This is a uh, Sam and Ross Like Things, episode 72. This is the show where I'm Sam. And I am Ross. And we talk about things that we like with no hedging. No hedging. No, no hedging. Right at the top. No hedging. Right at the top. No hedging. <sighs> it's been a, exactly two weeks, Ross. How's life? Uh, I think pretty good. I'm I'm a little sick. Either I'm recovering from being sick or I'm getting sicker. I haven't decided yet. Um, so whoever has to edit this show, I don't know. That's like beneath my station, you know? Um, right. But whoever has to edit it may have to clean up some like sniffles and nose blowings. I'll try to move my nose blowings away from the microphone though. Like Taze on Day? Like what? Taze on Day. I don't know what that is. What is that? chocolate rain oh yes yes exactly like that but it won't be nearly as cool (laughs) awesome uh ross as always we start off the show with follow-up and i got a little bit of follow-up which is if you look at your podcast art for this episode and the previous you'll notice uh some new new uh, show art and I love it. That Sam. comes courtesy of Imogen Davies, my daughter. Uh, she made that in her uh, printmaking class at BizArts. It's pretty great. Thanks. Yeah, Amy. I think I think it's wonderful. I'm stoked to have new show art since the other one was literally just a circle. Yeah. Did you make that in? Uh, what did you make that in? The circle. Keynote. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Keynote. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? I actually, Sam, I, I think I made it using Squarespace has like a logo builder thing. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh man, we need a logo. Like, I'll, I'll build a logo, and it was basically just like you could put a circle on a square. And I was like, oh, this is this is too much. I'm out. And then that's where we ended up with our logo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty great. All right. Um, any other follow up? Because we can dive uh, into the next segment. Stuff other people like. Yeah! Samuel. Unless you had follow-up. No, no. <laughs> I didn't have any follow-up. Um, I do have a list of stuff other people like though. All right. We're just we're just chugging along. This is a no not this is a this is a no nonsense episode. This episode has no nonsense. zero nonsense and zero hedging. No nuts, no nonsense, no hedging. Nut free episode. All right. Are you ready? Sam. No, I couldn't possibly be be ready. Ah, dude, I don't even have a my Nalgene over here. What am I gonna do? I'm like feeling parched before we get to the big list and I don't have anything to drink. Do you ever have that need some water feeling? Sam, have you listened to this podcast constantly? That's like all the only <laughs> feeling I have. <sighs> this, this, this show's a little loopy tonight. Little uh, loopy. I'll get to Did it. Did you get water? My, no, wait, yeah, hold on. Here, maybe you can put on like some, some fun like elevator music while I get the water or like a game show music, you know? You know what I'm talking about? Yep. All right, yep. all right, one second. I'm back. Hello. I got a little ASMR there. 
Ooh, lids? Is lids your jam? I got some lid noises. Uh, lids. I heard the water noise. Oh, glugs. Okay. The glug, 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 glug. So, uh, I already said stuff other people like in a high-pitched voice, and we have not said any likes that other people <laughs> have, Listen, Ross. Well, all, right, all right, all right, all right, here we go. Are you ready? Are you ready? Sam, here we go. I'm ready. JR, my son, likes yeah. secret, secrets to sandwich. Whoa, that's a lot of S's coming out of my mouth at the moment. Secret Sandwich Society bathrooms. Those are which, great bathrooms. Dude, are they not the greatest bathrooms? They're the great, like, I would like to... Uh, yeah, I don't. I, if I had to live in a toilet, yeah, I would choose Secret Sandwich Society toilet. That would be a good choice for your toilet life. I think the lighting mm-hmm. is so good. Yeah, and it's got like outside lighting. Yeah, but it, you're not outside. Yeah, it's definitely outdoor lighting. Uh, but there, it's like a frosted window, so there's not. It's not like you're looking out into outside. Right. Um, yeah. So I. It, that's one of my likes too. Um, and then Jr. continues. Metal straws, especially at Laura Lee's, and he liked this particular metal straw because it had a bend in it, which was cool. Whoa. Yeah. And fried apples. Who doesn't love fried apples? That sounds delicious. What do you what do you fry them in? Butter. Butter? Butter? Butter. 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 Um, and then Joe likes Abuelitas, which recently celebrated its first year of operation. I'm guessing that's a restaurant. Me too. I um I know from my Three years of high school Spanish that abuelita means grandmother. Oh, maybe his grandmother opened a restaurant and he just calls it abuelitas. <laughs> no way to know. No way to know. Um, no way to know. Plof likes Utah. I'm guessing the state. Um, the new Blanchard's yeah. Cafe. Sam, have you been to the new Blanchard's Cafe? I went there for the first time today with my lovely wife, Kat. It was... What you think? It was uh, like the it was like the Apple Store of coffee. Whoa! What a good way to put it. That is perfect. It is very like bright and clean and comfortable in there. I thought. <laughs> We're going to pause a moment while Lorelai gets something out of her backpack. Does she want a guest on our show? Would you like to be a guest on our show, Lorelai? Come on over. Get her to read her like. Stick this in here, Ross. Hello, Lorelai. Lorelai, do you want to tell us what you like this week? I like nachos and tortilla chips. Amazing. And art. Oh. All together at the same time? Nachos and tortilla chips probably at the same time. Yeah. And that those are typically a work of art. <laughs> so, yeah. All together. Good night. I feel all warm and fuzzy now. Thanks, Lorelai. Yeah, that was great. Um, to continue with Plof. Uh, so, yeah, the Blanchard's Cafe, it looks like an Apple store. And it was very crowded. Oh, yeah. Big time. And we had to share one of the big table with strangers. Oh, dude, I like the community table. Didn't you like it? It was awkward at first, but then it was no big deal. Sure, sure, sure. What'd you get to drink while you were there? I just got a cup of coffee, 12 ounces. Nice. And let me tell you, Ross, I was jumpy the entire day. I was <laughs> bouncing up and down in my house. My wife said... Why are you jumping up and down? And I said, I've had too much coffee. Just the one cup? Just the one cup. It's all it takes. It's all nice. it takes. Cheap date. Um, finally, Plof likes the new Haribo Watermelon Slices candy. Whoa. <laughs> Haribo, the same company that makes gummy frogs and gummy bears? Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming this is a this is either, Sam, this is either a gummy watermelon slices, or do you know the like 
It's like gummy material. Like the old timey, like yeah, the old timey, like candied things that you would get at the at the ye old store. At the store with the with the man who sings a song to you. Yeah. Um, the Candyman King. So I don't know which. The Candyman. The Candyman probably has watermelon slices. I imagine. Don't co- say that. And sugar. Do Whoa. not say that three more times. <laughs> all, right, all right. All right. All right. All right. Moving on. Imogen <laughs> likes Hamilton. Uh huh. She does. It's a good musical. I agree. I was slow on the uptake. This is again Ross's classic story of like getting into a thing way too late. We are going to get to see it uh, in Richmond in the very near future. Are you really? Yeah, our family's gift instead of a a larger family vacation was season tickets to the Broadway and Richmond series, which was a w- way to guarantee Hamilton tickets. Oh, that's right. You were having fun taking the bus down there and eating and hanging out after the show, right? Wasn't that a thing you did recently? Uh, yep. We've done that twice. Nice. Uh, all right. Grace likes her friends. That's a good like. That's a great like. Thanks, Grace. Susan likes 1992 bangers, like Shoop. What is that? You know, Shoop, the song, hit song, Shoop. Oh, okay. Shoop, Shoop, Shoop day oop. You're familiar. Here I go, here I go, here I go again, girls, what's my weakness, men? And Susan would like to clarify that she knows that Shoop is from 1993, but thought it was a good example of the type of thing she was talking about. Okay. Fair enough. Val likes hand warmers. We went, Sam, have you ever done the, the like little chemical hand warmers in like a sachet, like a tea bag sort of thing? Yep. We went to this wedding on Saturday and it was in the mountains of Charlottesville. And I guess like when you're planning a wedding, you know, months and months ago, you look at November 10th or whatever day it was, November 9th, and you're like, that's probably going to be fine, right? It's not that late <laughs> yeah. in November. Well, I'll tell you what. This thing was outside, and it was freezing, freezing cold. Um, so there was lots of use for hand warmers, and they were getting passed around amongst friends, which I thought was fun. Oh, that's nice. Justin likes the New York Times recipe app. Are you familiar with the New York Times selection of recipes? I am familiar only in that they advertise it to me as I, I have the New York Times app. I have the New York Times crossword app, and both of them are like, Hey, why don't you get the recipes one? But I haven't actually done it. Do you think as a subscriber to the New York Times, you also get access to the New York Times recipe stuff? I believe there are three subscriptions available. Wow. New York Times, Crossword, and Recipes. Those are three different ones. Huh. That's fascinating. Here, let me tell you a quick secret, Sam. Can I tell you a secret? Don't tell anyone. I won't. If you get, if you, you can sign up for this really great email from the New York Times that sends you like five weeknight recipes and Mm -hmm. you you click on the links and then the links take you to a website, which is like, you got us, you got, you know, they do the overlay. They like show you the website real quick and then they put up an overlay that's like, you got to subscribe to our recipe thing to see this. Do you know what I'm saying? But not in reader view. Sam, if you send this recipe to one of your favorite recipe collecting apps through the share sheet in iOS, oh, just goes right in there. What do you use, Paprika? Uh, I use a, a, an app called AnyList, which I really like a whole lot. Oh, I'm actually neat. a subscriber to AnyList's product because we use it to manage our grocery list and our um, weekly menus when we feel motivated enough to make a weekly menu. All right, cool. Anyway, neither here nor there. Continuing. Abby likes shortbread cookies, 
looking forward to Christmas cards coming in the mail and mini hot chocolate. Oh, that says mint hot chocolate. I think if you're going to get a mint hot chocolate, Ooh. don't go mini, right? Go like. No, you go, you go big. Big, definitely. That sounds delicious. I would love like a mint chocolate thing right now. Me too, dude. I was at the store and I was caught between mint chocolate ice cream or Moose Tracks ice cream. Um, so I'm feeling you. You are a man of means. Why not both? Well, dude, I agree with you. But then I will, I think, I don't think I would, if I had two ice creams in the house, I don't think that I'd eat them linearly. I think my consumption would increase <laughs> disproportionately. You know what I mean? Yep. Caitlin likes Thanksgiving. Caitlin continues all of the amazing holiday things. None of the Christmas bullshit. Can we say it? We can't say that on the show. I agree. I think Thanksgiving is top, top notch. Best holiday of the year. Food, family, sleeping. Was Thanksgiving one of my like primes? Did I do that as a like prime? I think so. I just love it a ton. Love it so much. Uh, a secret behind the scenes, listeners. Uh, Ross and I have completely forgotten which <laughs> topics we have already done. <laughs> we had a lengthy discussion earlier about whether or not the topics we chose today were previously selected as likes. But you know what? We still like them. So let's 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 do it. <laughs> I still want someone to make a same on Ross like things wiki, so we can just look there. That would be something we both like. Oh, yeah. If someone made a wiki and it was, like, filled out, I would make it a like prime. Uh, we would do it a double like prime. Yeah. I'm not committing to that. <laughs> yeah, because what if the wiki's really bad, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be bad. No, it'd be, it'd be amazing. Um, my offer still stands. Archie likes TNT. 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 Dynamite. Is um, there an M? Is there an M missing? No. T-M-N-T? There isn't. He just likes T-N-T. I think inspired perhaps by Minecraft. Oh. Is there still a cable channel that's T-N-T? Or is that gone? Uh, I think it still exists, right? Oh, I don't know. T-N-T. Didn't they play like movies? Edited movies? Probably. Probably. I just imagine a lot of like Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. I think that's USA. Oh, yeah, yeah. USA. Um, Up all night. Dude, I, so I was at Cobra Cabana, you know, my one of my fave bars. And yeah. um, they were playing the the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie today where he, he kicks the thing with his shins a bunch. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, Karate Kid Part 3. Ah, yes. Nailed it. All right. And finally, <laughs> Blake likes playing WrestleMania. With my seven-year-old and three-year-old sons, we spend more time deciding who we're going to be and what special powers we have than we probably do wrestling. Do you think WrestleMania oh, is like amazing. wrestling with your kids? I think WrestleMania is, uh, yeah, it's just pretend, pretend time. That's amazing. I love it. Yeah, that's pretty great. Good Ooh, list, Sam. Good list. Great list. Great list. Ross, yeah. uh, did you know that the people who listen to this show have paid for the hosting and for you to get a dongle did have they really yeah through our patreon which is at patreon.com slash sam and ross like things right at the top right at the top that's amazing i appreciate each and every person that gives us one dollar and more of their money yep so if you would like to contribute to the show we we set it up so it's by episode so at most every two weeks uh well exactly every two weeks you will uh your pledge will be uh, tallied 
and it pays for the show and we do it for free but uh, we appreciate the help so thank you all of you again that's uh, patreon.com slash salmon ross like things right at the top nice that was a quick money stuff do you have any money stuff dad i mean i like money i like money i'll tell you what though sam money would not be a like prime of mine but it but no. it, but there are associated costs with producing the salmon loss right like things program so i appreciate the ability to offset those costs Yes. Thank you, everyone. Yes. So, Ross. Sam. It's episode 72, 72, which is divisible by nine because the digits add up to nine, and which nine is odd. So, did I you go just first. say 72 is divisible by nine because you add up two and nine? I don't think that's how. No, that you works. add up the two digits. Mm hmm. Is it divisible by three, though, Sam? If it's divisible by nine, it's divisible by three. Ooh, tricky. Why is that tricky? <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's my turn as always, Sam. <laughs> it is. It is my turn, right? No, it's my turn. Ross. Evens. Let's do it. <laughs> this episode, your like prime is. Wait, the Sam. Is it so? It's so easy. Just can we go back for one second? No. Yes. I'm I'm rewinding. There are look, there are four letters in my name, Ross. Uh-huh. And that's an even number. Yep. And there are three letters in your name, Sam. Uh-huh. That's an odd number. Yep. It's it's so easy. Look, I've crafted the perfect mnemonic. I believe my wife crafted that. Well, fair enough, cat. Good job. <laughs> anyway, well, please continue. My full please name continue. is Samuel, which has six letters. Nope. <laughs> What it's not Ross. called Samuel and Ross like things. It's right well, it there in the title. <laughs> right at the top. Right at the top. <laughs> Ross. Yes. This episode, mm-hmm. you like the expanse. Ha <laughs> ah, dude. I freaking love the expanse. Have we talked about this before? I love the expanse. Who it doesn't matter. We'll talk about it again. Let's Tell me talk, about the expanse. Let's talk about it every episode from now until the end of time. Um, the expanse. Yeah. I, you know, dude, I should have like, I should have done some, um, academic research before recording this podcast about my favorite book series, the expanse. Cause there's a lot of things that I probably should know that I don't know. Um, but this is a book. It's a series of books, but it's also a series of television shows. But I think that I think just like, like all good things, right? I think you start with the books is my recommendation. I agree with that. There's nothing wrong with doing the TV first, but no. if you have the if you have the means, yeah, 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 if you yeah. have the means, do the book first. But if you discover a thing through the show, yeah, that's how I came at it because I didn't know they existed, and it kept getting recommended to me on Amazon Prime, I think, or something. Um, and then I wanted more, more of the story, so I went and read all the books. Um, and so these are books by James A. Corey, which is actually two people. Um, Daniel Abraham and Ty Frank. And I think one of these dudes is the like understudy or assistant or something to George R. R. Martin. Um, yep. so the, and like, let's be clear here. I think there are, there are some like George R. R. Martin things, I think in the book series, the expanse, but there's a whole lot less of the like terrible stuff to women. And like, I don't think there's any sexual violence in the whole entire series. Um, and there's no lengthy descriptions about what people are eating. 
Oh yeah, and but and a downside, Sam. There is no lengthy descriptions of heraldry either. Oh yeah, so yeah, that is that is a shame. I, <laughs> that might be a slight hedge. Anyway, the book series The Expanse is on a big picture. It's like a space geopolitical space story. Um, and it takes place at, in a time where there's earth where people live, um, mm-hmm. billions of people like earth is full and packed and we've also ruined it with climate stuff. And then there's Mars, which has been colonized by earth and Mars has specialized in weapons of war as you might, as predicted by Roman mythology. How apt. Yeah. <laughs> so you have like the center of politics is Earth and the center of might is Mars. And then they all need natural resources. And that comes from the asteroid belt and beyond, which is kind of like the working class like world. And so you have these three points of power, like politics, might, and working class. And the book series follows mostly how those things uh, act in tension when another fourth power is thrown into the mix which is aliens Ooh, yeah and like man it's been a long time since i've just like crushed through many 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 books in a series and it just feels so good um we're up to book eight of this series book nine is coming out next year which i think is the last one and like i never do the listen i never do the thing because George R. R. Martin taught me, don't ever finish, don't ever start reading a book series that isn't done because the guy will just give up and, and like that'll be that. You'll never get to finish the series. But they're, they're two guys. So you got a backup guy. You got a backup guy. And they can always bring in Robert Jordan or whoever, Brian Sanderson. Yeah. Finish it up for you. Um, yeah, but Christopher I, but... Tolkien. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Tolkien. Yeah, he's, the <laughs> he's my fave man. Uh, so yeah, they're on book, they're on book eight, book nine's coming out. And like, I just love the characters in these stories and I think they are my best friends. Oh, and, and like game, game of Thrones, song of ice and fire, it's the chapters are structured with different point of view characters. Yes. And so you do get to know them quite well. Yeah. And like, not as much as, um, a series like foundation, which takes place over like tens of thousands of years. Um, or thousands of years, I forget. But like, uh, this book takes place over a generation. These books take place over a generation. So like, people do die because they're old, you know. And and like, stuff changes because the you know the series has been going on for maybe like forty or fifty years within within the the universe, um, which is neat. I, I like I like that that middle that middle point of like, we're not just like experiencing a couple years of characters going on like one-off comic book adventures for eight books, but we're seeing them grow and change and grow old and seeing the universe change. But it's not like, and then a thousand years later, we invented teleporters or. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I have read the, I am presently reading the fourth. Nice. What do you think? And so I'm enjoying it too. Oh, I, I like it a lot. I read the first one this summer. And I just tore through it, and then um, I made, it's not a mistake, but this is a book you want to binge read, and just yes. read the next one, and the next one, and the next one, but I'm like, I'm going to do this through the library, and lots of other people are doing this through the library, so I read one, and then I have to wait for the next one. Oh yeah, dude, once I realized that I was like, oh no, I need to read all these immediately, I just like queued them all up in Libby, and so then I got in like a real intense situation where it, where like multiples were dropping into my shelf 
And I was like, okay, you got four days to read this. Like, all you can do is read. But that was nice. I enjoyed that <laughs> feeling. Um, have what you else watched the series? Oh, yes, I have. And so far, there's three, I think there's three seasons of the series. Um, and they're making an, another one. And so far, they've followed each book. So each series, each season is a book. And I think they've done an incredible job casting the show and uh and preserving the tone and like the point of the books i think they've done a real good job um and it's on amazon prime right now it used to be on sci-fi and i think what happened was sci-fi was going to cancel it and then jeff bezos enjoyed the show and so just like was like no i will i will be your patron and now it exists on amazon prime so patreon.com slash jeff bezos (laughs) yeah please give that guy more money he's he's really out there helping us all um what else? I yeah, I recommend like every like interact with it in whatever way you want. I think it's it's wonderful and delightful. I love it. Uh, does the does it the series have a uh, determined end? Yeah, I think this next one, two thousand twenty, is book nine is the end. Wow. Yeah, I don't like you know how in Squirrel Girl I, I'm like a year behind in Squirrel Girl because like I don't want to I don't want it to be over. Yeah. I like I feel similarly about. I mean, I'm gonna read it, but like. Man, I'm gonna miss all my good friends. You know, I'm still here. <laughs> just, I just know. Like, like, I'm just, I'm just sad because all your friends, your book friends, are gonna die. Maybe. Do you, what do you know? Maybe they'll live happily forever. No, they're they're gonna die, at least die of old age. Yeah, I think they probably all will be will be dead, or maybe like one will be whatever. It doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, it's it's great. I haven't read a book series in a long time, and it's nice to 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 do that. Thanks, Ross. Yeah, dude. Um, Sam, mm-hmm. this time, this time around, this fortnight, this episode, you like lunch. I love lunch. I love it. I love lunch. I think I've, this may be a repeat like, which is okay, because I like lunch that much. It will listen. Do you have proof that it's a repeat like? Uh, no. You're just saying Anyway, that. lunch is, lunch is great. Lunch is the time, the middle of the day, where you can say... I am not going to work right now. I am going to take a break and go eat lunch. That lunch could be some rolled up meat I brought from home. It could be uh, some sort of leftovers. It could be going out by myself to get some food. It could be going out and meeting some friends. Tell me more about rolling up meat. Okay, so you know how... You can buy cold cuts. Yeah, big fan. Mm-hmm. What you do is you take the cold cuts and you roll them up into a little tube, and then you got a meat tube, and you eat you eat it in a circle form, and it tastes better. Now, do you do you combine it with a cheese tube? Uh, you couldn't. You can't put cheese in the middle. That is that is one technique, but it's okay. It's it still tastes better in tube form, even without the cheese. All right, this is a little bit of a tangent. I have a lot of lunch questions for you, but please entertain yeah, so, me and. And that is, um, it used to be a snack that my mom would make me would just be rolled up pieces of ham. That's and they charming. fit better on the plate too. Totally, totally. Now, if you were to take American cheese, mm-hmm. do you fold it into a disgusting square and take a bite out of it, like a cube? I will do that with bread more than I will do it with cheese. American cheese is already in a square, but would you fold it into a thick cube shape? I don't typically. I'm more of a peeler. Yeah. Okay. Me, dude. Yes. Get on my level. My my wife Valerie does the cube folding, and I 
it it makes me feel uneasy, honestly. What are you going to do with that with circular cheese? All right, Sam, 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 Sam. Yeah. Um, do you take your lunch mostly at your desk? Do you take your lunch out? I know you just said you like to go out and see things, but like, what is the reality balance of your lunching? I go in waves. Um, sometimes I pack a lunch every day for a month and I save a lot on my budget and that, that feels good. Some days I will, and I'll eat that at my desk typically. Um, sometimes I will just get a snack of some kind from my works cafeteria because uh, it's got a pretty big cafeteria where you can get a slice of pizza or a burger or something like that and it's pretty good. Sometimes I will uh, go and uh, type go type 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 on this on the slack channel and say hey i'm gonna go out and get some food who wants to meet me and someone will say i do and then we meet and we have a great lunch and we talk and hang out and it's glorious it's a nice breakup of a work day a typical american work day i think it absolutely is i cannot pay attention for eight hours straight i am much more productive if i can do and this isn't just for lunch but lunch is a key component of it like if I do 45 minutes with a 15 minute break, that is, I will be more productive in that 45 minutes than if I tried to work straight through for an hour. Totally agree. And likewise with lunch. If I don't take that lunch break, the productivity of the rest of the time is dramatically reduced. Um, do you notice a difference whether like, let's say you just went over to the Capital One, which I've seen you eat lunch at before. Like, if you just went over there mm -hmm. and chilled by yourself and ate lunch, do you get the same productivity boost as if you had a lunch with a group of pals? Uh, it's a different different type, uh, but it depends. Uh, sometimes I need the social energy. Sometimes I just need the be outside energy. So, yeah, yeah I can. Absolutely. Yeah, I do like the capital, uh, going out on the capital grounds and, and sitting there. There's a, a, a relatively new memorial to our monument to the American Indian in Virginia, which is this like circular path that co coils in on itself. I like that place. All right, let's do let's do a bunch of top lists. Tell me top three yeah. places to eat your own lunch that you've brought. Top places. So the circle thing. Mm -hmm. I guess number two would be one of the benches also in on the, the capital area. Yeah. And three would be um, on the, so where I work, there's a cafeteria and then there's an upper deck that you can sit that set, that is part of the cafeteria, but it's up high and separate. And I'll go up there and sit and kind of chill out by myself. Okay. What are the top three foods to bring in your lunch from home? Rolled up meat. Number one, rolled up meat. <laughs> Because it is easy to prepare, and it fills me up. And satisfying, both spiritually and physically. Yep. Uh, leftover taco stuff. Oh, in a, ta in a taco or just the stuff? Uh, in, a, in, a, in a tortilla. Yes. And miscellaneous salad. Okay. Is that sort of like a food burrito, like a food salad? Yeah. It's like all the... All the greens and stuff that are going to go bad if they don't get eaten, and I'll throw some nuts in there. Okay. All right, Sam. Gonna, this is going to get a little harder. Are you ready for your next challenge? Okay. 
top three places. I can handle it. Top three places to eat out for lunch. I need some. I need a. I need to narrow down the criteria. Are we talking okay. within walking distance of an office where I'm going to go there and go back to my office? Are we going out a little bit farther and I'm going to work remotely the rest of the day? Uh, I, I think I, uh, you have you ha- like you got to do work still, but you don't have anything that you need to be back in the office for. So you got a little time. Okay. Okay. So number one is don't look back. Ooh, tacos. Which is a taco place, uh, which is my favorite tacos. Uh, number two would be the secret sandwich. Good, Good bathrooms. Good, great bathrooms. Like you got to go there for the bathrooms. And number three, Asado. These are good picks. Uh, Asado you could combine with a trip to the comic book store. And it's all on the pulse so I can get back to work pretty quickly. Okay. Those were good. Let me ask you this question. And maybe these are, maybe yeah. you've already answered. And, and this will be my final top three. But maybe you've already answered. But what are your favorite eat out meals for for lunch like what is the like platonic lunch top three platonic lunches to eat out at a restaurant reuben as we've discussed yes i'm surprised pearly's didn't make your your top three spot it's so heavy man you got it's a once in a while place (laughs) once in a while uh secret sandwich there's a there's a velvet burger and then you get the side with the pimento cheese fries a velvet burger Mm-hmm. It's got like like French onion sauce on it, and it's Ooh. all like melty and good. And then uh, we'll go to Don't Look Back and say their p- potato taco. Potato taco. Those were good. Delicious. Um, I do have one. This is a standalone question, unless you had more thoughts and comments on the top three lists. No, standalone question me out. Okay. Whatever that I just said. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a thing people say. Um, uh, lunch beers, yes or no? Uh, no comment. all right sam that's great that's awesome um do you feel like i just have a lot of questions i'm sorry you must as per the show's format you must keep answering them do you feel like when you get into this winter part of the season is it does like the eating out reduce since there's like less of a desire to be outside or do you feel pretty like eat out pretty much throughout the same throughout the year uh it goes it is sometimes i eat feelings mm-hmm. and so it, it can go in waves with my mood and i generally am a bit down when the sun goes away uh but then so i wouldn't say that it's tied directly to winter but it is tied to my mood which is tied to winter and sometimes i get in sometimes i'm i've built a good habit like i said like i'm bringing lunch every day and sometimes i let that habit slip and i never bring my own lunch and then my budget runs out and then i bring lunch (laughs) i love the the act of preparing lunch i work from home a lot and so i really enjoy when we get to lunch. oh i got another question i'm gonna cue it up in the back of my mind when it gets to lunchtime um i just love like you know we've talked about food burrito but i i like like scouring the kitchen like getting out the chips or the crackers or whatever like snacking on this thing eating a little of that thing like i think that is my most favorite part of working from home is that i can just kind of eat a garbagey lunch and it's just very (laughs) exciting to me to like have time to stop work like you were saying and like do a different thing that's nice yeah okay sam when is lunchtime Uh, if i'm feeling lots of feelings 
when Wendy's opens for lunch at 11. <laughs> uh, basically, any time I start getting hungry between 11 and noon, if I'm by myself, and then if I'm meeting someone, it's you know noon to whenever they can meet. I love arbitrary lunchtime of 12 p.m. Yeah. I will not. I will not begin to scavenge the kitchen until 12 p.m. Because then there's there's creep downwards. Yeah, and I'm trying to like maintain that break. You know, the break in the day. We're working towards it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you could have second lunch. I guess I could add a second lunch. It's not a bad idea. Um, do you do lunch on the weekends? Yeah, I eat lunch on the weekend. I typically will eat leftovers and stuff at home. I love leftovers. I know you do. I know you do. Lunch is great. I look forward to it every day. <laughs> what a good like, Sam. Thanks, Ross. Do you want to do some quick hits? Quick hits! Quick hits! Quick hits! Quick hits! Do you have a quick hit? Uh, I've got a quick hit. Um, so when I was a kid, I took piano lessons for 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 a long while, and my daughter's been taking piano lessons, and we got a new uh, electronic piano, but it's it full size and everything. Whoa! And it's got headphone jacks, and I've been playing around on it, and I put in an OmniFocus project, and I've been taking piano lessons. My daughter and I go go at the same time and we each have our lesson and i've been getting better at the piano wait 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 like from a person yeah whoa what did like what does that look like what does it look like yeah i don't know man i go to the music lesson store yeah and i go inside this room with a piano in it and my teacher he tells me to play the things he has assigned me to practice and then i do and then he talks we talk about it and then uh it's over sometimes we've done other things like he tries to what i like about it is a when i'm practicing it's it's a surefire way to get out of my brain Mm. a lot like yoga uh in that all you can really think about is the pianoing and my teacher has been breaking my brain by assigning me things that are like having my hands doing contrary motion and such that my right hand, I'm right-handed, is obviously better. But then having like my hands doing completely different things is very challenging. And so he's breaking my brain in that way. And he's also breaking it my brain by um, saying, nope, today we're going to spend the last 15 minutes I'm going to put on some jazz music and you're going to improvise awkwardly. He doesn't yeah. say that awkwardly part, but I I have to do that part. And that that's another thing where I just have to, where it's just like, all right, I'm turning my brain off now. Will you um, play, play us some tunes? Will you play us out of this episode? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I've right. only been doing, I've been, only been at it for like a month. That's maybe awesome, little, Maybe man. six weeks. Yeah. Is, is it just, does the OmniFocus project have an end date or is this just to like keep going until I feel like well, I got the, it? The OmniFocus, the OmniFocus project was to sign up for lessons and that oh. sat there for like two years. Nailed it though. And nailed it. And so and then I've got a daily uh, piano emoji, uh, egg timer emoji that repeats every day for me to practice. That's awesome.
Yeah. Do you have a quick hit? Yeah, I do have a quick hit, Sam. Tell me your quick hit. It's a little thing I like to call Yao Pan Tea. What is that? Well, Sam, this is a tea. So this is, yeah, we live in like a, a really awesome time, I think. Um, I was reading this book about uh, like post-apocalyptic world as as one does um Mm -hmm. and they were talking about how they had run out of coffee and run out of tea and were making a morning beverage out of like um acorns and and i thought surely there has to be like an indigenous plant to america that has caffeine in it and why aren't they using that to make tea and so i paused the audiobook that i was listening to and then i just googled indigenous plants to america with caffeine and I found that there is a, hol- a species of holly called Yaupon, and I don't know how to say that. It's Y-A-U-P-O-N. It's a species of holly that grows from the mid-Atlantic south that, you can, that has slightly less caffeine than um, coffee, but it also has this other chemical in it that some of these plants have, um, like herba mate THC? Has. Yeah, well, it starts with the T, but it's different, and it, um, it gives you a sense of well-being. Sure. That's totally scientific. Listen, whatever. I'm just telling you what the facts are, Sam. <laughs> um, and so I, I was like, hey, I live in the Mid-Atlantic. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna order some of this tea. So I ordered the tea. The tea is fantastic. I'm a big fan. And now I've. this is another classic Ross move where I think I have to get one of these plants and put it in my yard. You do. And start yeah. making this tea, right? You absolutely do. You know how, Sam, remember when we talk about when the world ends and we all move to Hangover Island? Absolutely. And the person that, with good. the... You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna trade your tea See, for shoes. I was thinking booze, but shoes is fine, too. But well, like a shoe full of booze. A shoe full of booze. You have to know how to make the morning drink, and someone has to know how to make the evening drink. And I, I just think that it's it behooves me to learn how to make tea caffeinated morning drink from an indigenous plant to my region uh, i i can't believe it's taken me this long to for this idea technology to enter my world because this <laughs> makes total sense yeah so yao pan tea is my is my quick hit because i'm it's very delicious and i'm i think we'll hear more about it on the show as i get further into this rabbit hole excellent ross we did it. Episode 72 in the bag. In the can. <laughs> Nothing but dead. <laughs> I think, yeah, we're on fire. remember those commercials? We're on fire. Um, You're on fire. Yes. yes. Sam, this is, the, this, but is, this is the end of the show. End of the show. So you can, if you'd like to send us a postcard or a self-addressed stamped envelope. Sam, we haven't we forgotten sti- you, person who... <laughs> Oh, that was my dog just falling off the couch. Don't worry. Continue. We haven't forgotten you, person who sent us a self-addressed stamp envelope. Something is coming. I can see it from where I'm sitting right now. It's right there. <laughs> you can send us mail at Sam and Ross Lake Things, Care of Sam Davies, P.O. Box 25914, Richmond, Virginia, 23260-5914. That's right. Right at the top. Right at the top. And Sam, who, who, um, who does all of our music? Oh, that's Matt Fisher. Matt Fisher does our music, and the name of his band is... Name of his band. Is... Is it Bruce Springsteen? Uh, That would be the E 
E is an Echo Street band. E, Matt Fisher and the E Street Band. Um, Stretch Armstrong. His band. You, uh, Matt. So all our music's by Matt Fisher. We love it. Uh, you can check out his band. There'll be a link in the show notes called Contact. Contact. And that's contactrva.bandcamp.com. They paid for the .com. Oh, wow. That's I mean, great. it's a band, Bandcamp did. Oh, Less, I, still, oh, wow, that's good, that's good, oh, wow. Um, Sam, where can we find you on the internet? Do you have a dot .com? I do not. I've got a dot .me. You can look, uh, find my web zone at samdavies.me. Awesome. How about uh, you, Ross? Uh, I don't know, man. Wherever. Twitter, I guess, at Ross Catro, R-O-S-S-C-A-T-R-O-W. Oh, dude, I've been writing some more on my on my blog. That's ross.catrobe.net, so maybe there. Excellent. And uh, there will be show notes for this episode. You can find them at samandrosslikethings.com. We paid for the .com right at the top. We didn't pay for the .com. You paid for the .com. Listeners, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks, guys and gals. I think think that's it. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, good work, Sam. Good work, Ross. I'll see you later. (laughs) Bye. Bye.